Hello and welcome to episode two of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. Please do bear with the audio quality of this particular episode. It's not quite up to the standard of the quality that I'd like to set for this whole podcast, but this is recorded over Zoom during the coronavirus pandemic, so we're keeping safe and well in our own homes and speaking to each other from thousands of miles away. I'm so excited to introduce my dear friend Chloe Pomeradi to speak with me on these topics of creativity and spirituality. She's the most amazing artist, musician. I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say. So without further ado, let's get started. So when I first spoke to you about maybe doing this podcast together and talking about creativity, you're the one that came up with the spirituality part to be connected with that. So I'm really interested in um, speaking to you about that and hearing your your ideas on the matter. But before we get started, really, I just want you to spend some time telling us a bit about yourself and um, what creativity means to you. Okay, thank you so much for having me, Sophie. Um, this is such a beautiful topic because it's so vast and expansive and it means so many different things to so many different people around the world. But for me, Creativity is an expression of truth. It is an expression of the divine. It is expression of uh, the universal human sentiments. You know, it's us looking in ourselves and seeing, oh, there's this uh, universal human sentiment that, you know, everybody feels, how can I express that in art? How can I express that in my unique way? How can I bring more beauty into the world? Um, that is kind of my take on creativity. And um, I'll tell you a little bit about my background. Um, I'm 30 years old. I live in Los Angeles, California, first generation American. My parents are from Iran, Iranian immigrants. So in my house, I grew up speaking Farsi, outside of the house speaking English. Um, even while, you know, growing up in the U.S., I've always had this sort of dual culture mentality. Uh, Los Angeles is also very, very diverse. So I grew up with all kinds of friends mm. um, and also all kinds of music. And having been surrounded by so many different styles of music, you know, and so many different um, kinds of people also really affected my, my personal creativity. And um, the way that it affected my creativity, which I believe is very American, actually. I really strive to create in a way that is not bound by any sort of limitation or any sort of uh, law or rule or boundary. I think um, that's something I'm always striving for. And with time and with age and with life experience, I find that those boundaries without effort more and more begin to disappear and dissipate as as we see that you know everything is connected you see it more with time and with age so that's kind of my story and kind of the path that I'm I'm on 
and where I'm at as, as an artist. I, I really like everything you've said. You've said a couple of words that have really piqued my interest and in preparation and before talking to you, just thinking about creativity and, and what that means to me as well. Um, so using the word, you know, expression, creativity is an expression and from knowing you as a, as a musician, so that, that's, that's what you do. That's, that's who you are, I don't know, who you are, a musician. Um, I forgot to mention that. Yes, I'm a musician. <laughs> a, a beautiful, amazing artist, really. Um, we'll talk about your music as well and, and, and the process um, behind that. But um, definitely, I came across a really, really nice definition of what creativity is. Um, and it's the power of turning something invisible into something visible. How amazing is that? This is so good. That's so beautiful. Wow. And and also that it's an expression of of who and what we are because it's very individualistic to each person. Um, we're all connected, but we are all unique as well, right? Um, so creativity is just like an expression of an idea that comes to us. And again, we'll come to sort of ideas and inspiration um, in a minute. But uh, something else you also mentioned from knowing you and knowing your music. So you're talking about, you know, as you get older, you're, you're experiencing your creativity, which is uh, limitless and there's, you know, no boundaries as such. And I hear that in your music because it's very, um, and with your background that you, you explained as well, this sort of dual kind of culture and living in a place like Los Angeles, which is full of different cultures, that your music reflects that. And um, you would agree that your music is sort of a fusion of different styles, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, a very natural fusion, you know, not, not forced in any way, it just happens to be that. And it's interesting that you, you say that as well. So another question I could ask you would be, do you think, well, do you have a, a certain practice and do you work on sort of cultivating your creative process to find inspiration you know, for your music or whatever it might be that you're creating at that time? Um, that's a wonderful question. Whatever comes out creatively is kind of a, a, a product of where I'm at in life that's why it's personal i think as artists we're always seeking we're always searching mm -hmm. so um in in the timeline of my creativity so far i can look back at it really look at it as like a, a timeline and by listening to the music i can hear oh you know i wrote that six years ago I was searching for this six uh -huh. years ago. Thus, the music sounds a little bit like that. You know, uh, a little while ago, five or six years ago, I was really interested in gypsy music, Balkan music. Uh, I traveled to that part of the world and really absorbed a lot and was learning that style. So um, my creativity was affected by that. And um, I use some of those ideas in, in my composition. Now, I'm not so much interested in that anymore. Um, 
now where I'm at, and you can hear in my creativity, is I'm very interested in healing. I'm very interested in um, in the spirit. I'm very interested in spirituality. Uh-huh. So you hear that in my music now. Um, so I think the process, back to your question about the creative process is the process is you being so in touch with yourself first of all you being so in touch with what is going on so 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 deep inside of you and that that gives you information and that gives you inspiration and you being in touch with that gives you guidance and direction of where to take your creativity. So to sum up what you've just said, previously your music, well, always is a reflection on your current awareness and your, your current state of mind, one can say, right? Yeah. It's, well, as you're becoming maybe more spiritual, the music is coming from that place. Mm. And I guess, therefore, the output is maybe healing or you know can have a sort of spiritual effect on someone which I think is a really a beautiful thing would you say that there is a link between creativity and happiness absolutely absolutely I think um our purpose as human beings is to create is to create and not necessarily art, but just to create. Mm -hmm. And when we're not creating, um, you see, when we're not creating something, we, I personally, I, I feel without purpose. Purpose creates happiness. Yeah, purpose, sense of purpose, life of purpose, gives you deep, deep happiness, right? So I totally agree with you. And I think some people would say that Oh, I'm not a creative person. I think what people don't recognize is that we're all creating all the time. And it's, it's the, the thing is, is that people don't realize it because it can both be what's seen as positive and negative. So again, it goes back to imagination, whatever we're holding in our mind, the, the thought, the picture, the sort of, you know, um, there was a really beautiful thing that I read. I'm reading so much. It's like, these things are in my head. I have to get them out. Um, that like, if our life was a painting, you know, our thoughts are like the paint strokes and that's, that's the creative process, you know? So whatever we're thinking and holding the image in our mind, that's what's being created because the thought is like power that comes into us. It actually goes through us because it comes out, the thought, whatever we think, right? It, it's manifest somehow. So the thoughts, are created. We create the thought. Then that creates a feeling inside of us, right? Whether it's positive or negative. And then that feeling creates us into, you know, we move into some sort of action. We do something, right? And again, it can be a positive or negative action. And then through those actions, we then get our results. We create our results and our experience. You know, what we experience is a direct result of that process. That's the creative process for every single human being on this planet. So no one can say that they're not a creative person. It just might be that it's not manifesting itself in these artistic 
positive ways, right? I totally agree with you um, because I think of creativity um, on the level of human being rather than on the level of artist. And if we're talking about human beings, the, the creativity, creativity, it comes from that seed of the thought, what you're saying, the first thing is the thought, right? The, the, which, where does that come from? That's a whole other conversation, that thought, that will, that whatever, that seed of something uh -huh. that comes to you. How can I be a better human being? That's a creative act, right? If you say, okay, I'm going to create being more kind to people. I'm going to create being more joyful or, or making people happy. That's a creative act, right? That's all creative. Exactly. So um, it's, it's much deeper than just an artistic thing. If you're living, you're creating. Yeah. Basically, you know. Creativity. It's the art of living. <laughs> yeah. That's a, a book title. You've heard it first here by <laughs> Chloe Pomerati. <laughs> uh, true. It's it's yeah, it's so important for us all just to recognize that we are so we are just creative beings and you know, with yeah. that in mind. That's why I really like that thing about, you know, if our life were a painting, it's like each stroke of paint, you know, we are creating that stroke. So then you, yeah. that's like the thought, you know. That's the thought. And the thought is so important. So, you know, what I'm really trying to work on in myself is what are my thoughts? Because I can choose my thoughts. So that's as a human being, like that this is the power that we have been given. Like mm -hmm. we can choose. We don't always choose because we're 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 stuck in this daily life of just the daily grind. Wake up, go to work, eat, sleep, repeat, you know, and it's hard to think, no what am I thinking here? I'm just in this like autonomous life, you know? Um, and it's hard to pull yourself out of that. Definitely. Oh yeah. It takes a, a level of courage and uh, kind of being awake, a level of consciousness, paying attention to these things we're talking about, like creating right thought, right action, all of that. Mm. I think also benefits artistic creativity. There is something um, you touched on it about uh, effort with creativity. So is it effortless being creative? You know, or is it a try hard thing? Because for me, when I'm at my best, you know, you, you, we call it being in the zone or in the flow. That's a creative state of being. So the spiritual part of that, which I'm learning, you know, it's like every day I'm uncovering and unpeeling these layers, like an onion of mm -hmm. like self-awareness, which then helps with these concepts. Um, it's the spiritual uh, concept that, you know, these ideas and the inspiration that's coming to us, they already exist. It's just like, we just uncover them, if you like, just sort of, you know, pluck them from the, the air, pluck them from the ether or from the universe, or whatever words you want to use. And I'm asking you too, do you think that the spiritual side of being creative would be to trust and believe that it's all already there? And actually, being creative should really be effortless. And we, the, the harder we work at it, the further away the ideas will like run away from you almost. Because if we just let go and let it flow, 
that the idea is already there, that's when they come to us. So have you experienced that at all? To say you're, I don't know, you're wanting to create a new piece of music, a new song or something and the melody, how does that come to you? Is it after like great effort where you're sitting there saying, right, Chloe, I need to come up with a melody or is it when you let go and let it flow? This is a really wonderful question that I think a lot of creative people can benefit from hearing and and understanding um, is that whenever you force it, it just doesn't work, especially in creativity. You can hear, you can hear if the music is being forced or if the composition is, is um, if there's stress in the composition. Um, I mean, there's, it, it has to be honest. It has to be honest. The work needs to be honest. So if you're forcing it, I feel it's dishonest. Mm-hmm. I feel it's dishonest. And so what you're saying about letting go, yeah, there's an effortlessness about letting go, but there it takes effort also to get to that place, spiritual effort, to get to the place of understanding what that means, what it means to let go and receive divine inspiration or what it means to create work that is in partnership with whatever you want to call it in partnership with the universe in partnership with god with the divine with spirit i mean it's really in partnership with something beyond ourselves so if you understand that if you really understand that idea that you are in partnership with something beyond you when you're creating then it gives you some freedom also. It takes a little bit of the weight off and allows space space for, for it to come through you, like you said. For you to let go and allow it to just come through you and let it be honest. These are sort of things that I think we know deep down because we all experience it in some way, shape or form, but somehow say, I don't know, it's part of our job and then we have a deadline and we have to create something for that. Mm-hmm. Suddenly we lose that sort of sense of ease. We're all creative. Everyone is a creative being and it doesn't mean that you have to be working in the arts, you know, I don't know, an artist, painter, musician or anything like that. But everyone is creating and has the opportunity to create, you know, and um, I think that's really worth Absolutely worth saying. Um, I also came across a really fascinating term, divine dissatisfaction Hmm. to do with creativity. So when you have a really, really strong desire to do something or, or be something or have something, it's like there's something inside of you that wants to sort of grow or wants to become. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that dissatisfaction or even if you want to call it frustration mm-hmm. is actually really healthy. I think frustration is really, really healthy um, for all of us as creative human beings, you know, um, because it's, it's, you're striving to some for something more, right? You're striving for something greater. How would you say you tap into your creativity? If I phrase a question like that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you tap into it? What, imagination? Do you imagine? So if, let's go back to like a, a melody or you're wanting to create. 
is it that you sit down and think, okay, today I'd like to create a melody for a new song, or is it that just a melody comes to you? So what what role does imagination play in 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 your creative process? That's a beautiful question. I think it's both, Sophie. Sometimes it's uh, one time I can kind of demand of myself. I can say, oh, I would love to write a melody for this text here. And I play around with the text and I, I really try to understand what the text is about. Even um, I'm a visual person, so having a, a, a visual image in my mind helps bring melody uh, and that will sometimes do it. And then other times um, it, it cannot be forced. It's, it's, uh, I, there's really, like there's no answer really. Sometimes it just comes in the moment of doing something else, washing dishes. Right. You know? And that exact that exact thing is when you let go of the mm-hmm. effort of trying to create. So I, I totally get that. Um yeah. I think what we're touching on is kind of the difference between um unconscious and conscious creation. Mm. And all of these words sound very complex and too much, but I guess to break it down into more simple terms is, you know, what is, but when you're, when you're sort of unconsciously being just sort of living the daily trivia of life and just settling kind of, you know, going with the flow in that sense, your physical senses are dictating how you're living your life, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So everything kind of stays in your physical realm the same. That's unconscious because, you know, we're not really focused on changing that. But then this conscious creation is when I think when you actively use imagination. Yes, absolutely. Imagination, visualization, Mm -hmm. so important also. And um, just want to touch up on what you were saying before about the senses uh, and the physical body Um, Because we're talking a lot about the spiritual, but the physical body actually, like exercise, for instance, doing Mm -hmm. something um, that creates movement is so, so important for a creative person um, because that gives us, gives our spirit movement, you know, It, it really is. I see a difference in my creative self when my body is stagnant or in one place, one physical environment for a very, very long time. And when I take myself to the beach or when I take myself for a walk and come back home, oh my God, so much more inspiration because my spirit has moved. It's refreshed. My spirit is moving, moving, movement. So important. It's just like, it's your state of mind right yeah it's it's the state of mind will affect yeah our ability to to create because our as we've sort of described in in some way shape or form creativity is a a spiritual act you know we are conversing with something outside of ourselves um and sort of collaborating Uh, I read a really good book recently which is all about ideas and inspiration it's called big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, who is the author of Eat, Pray, Love, which I've also just read. Very, very, very good books. I I highly recommend. And um, in Big Magic, she talks about 
yeah, ideas um, as sort of things, living things. And I'd never come across that before. Um, living things that we we go into collaboration with and we sort of, she's quite comical the way she writes and she says you know you sort of make an agreement with it you kind of shake hands with it and draw up a little contract and it's up to you to deliver on that because this idea if you're not gonna give it the respect that it it deserves for coming to you and wanting to work with you it will just go off and find someone else you know someone else that will give it the time that it deserves and nurture it and you know then they can work together so that's an interesting concept that's beautiful. And it's like, you can compare it to a relationship. Yeah. You know, you can compare it to a friendship. It, it needs time, right? It needs love. It needs uh, reciprocity. All of that. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you talk to your ideas? I'm just thinking now that I, I've got that concept in my head, I, I could talk to my idea like, hey, come on over, come and work with me, you know, just sort of entice it <laughs> to come and, uh, and collaborate. That's beautiful. I don't talk to my ideas. I do talk to my violin. I, I talk to my instrument and I also talk to, um, I talk to the divine, you know, sometimes right before creativity, I talk. What I talk. do you say? If you don't mind sharing. I speak of gratitude. I say, thank you for giving me the opportunity to begin this creative process or to play my instrument. Thank you for being with me as I write this song. Thank you for being with me as I'm learning this piece, you know? Nice. Yeah, I, I really like that. I think it's something I've been also toying with recently. I've, I've told you about this before, where if I'm about to embark on some sort of creative works, be it video editing or something like that, I will give thanks before I start working on it. thank you for the creative solution to this video or Mm. or something along those lines and you know at first when I when I started saying those things it was a bit tongue in I mean smiling right now saying this it was was a bit tongue-in-cheek a little bit cheeky like thanks for the creative solution to this video and it ended up working and it would always always happen that inspiration would just come so you know this works, kids. <laughs> of course, because you're in a place of um, your trust. And it is something about what you were saying at the beginning. You're letting go. You're giving up. You're giving up. And, and when you're giving up, you're also creating space for, for more, you know, mm-hmm. in a way. I'm so glad that you you wanted to make sure that we talked about spirituality in this as well, because I now really think that you can't have one without the other. Um, I know that a lot of these words are quite loaded, spirituality, not everyone would maybe consider themselves spiritual. Everyone is creative. It's just that some people are expressing their creativity to a higher degree. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, whether positive or negative, we are creating our situations and our our life. You know, forget about being an artist and creating a a piece of music or a painting or a dance. You know, we are actually creative beings of our lives. So we we have this amazing choice, power, if you like, to to create whatever we want. And uh, I find that really exciting, that notion. Oh yeah, me too. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, there will also be people in the world saying, 
disagreeing maybe with this conversation a little bit and saying, um, you know, I wrote this whole album and I'm not a spiritual person. I don't agree with you, you know. That's interesting. As you sort of get to know yourself, um, like self-development is part of this. It's sort of um, self-development, you can say, builds a heightened creativity. Um, so maybe it's just that. Maybe it's just a self-awareness, a self-development thing that can make that difference. And um, I guess we have to make sure to say that it doesn't mean that one person's creation is better than someone else's for sort of being aware that they're sort of using some sort of spiritual practice, but they're just different, you know, and what could be if, if maybe we were aware that, you know, of, of the more spiritual aspect of, of creativity, it, maybe it's just a question worth asking ourselves. Okay. If you're in a creative rut, what would your advice be? You know, how, how, how can you spark creativity? The answer to it is rest. The answer to it really is rest. If you're in a creative rut, it has to do with your energy mm. and you might be tired. You, your, your attention, uh, you might be burnt out. You might have overdone it a little bit. And you might need a change. You might need some change of something, change of routine, of environment, whatever it is. So yes. what really helps, what really helps when you're creatively stuck is to honor it and don't feel guilty or beat yourself up about stopping what you're doing for a little while, leaving your environment, going for a walk, doing something completely different. Definitely. And also going to sleep. Yes. I think it yeah, Edison and these people in 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 history who have who you know have created things that we enjoy today like the light bulb. I mean, you know, very important. Apparently the story goes that he was really struggling with the concept of of it may not be the light bulb but something that we do use today, you know, thanks to Thomas Edison and um but his his answer to that would be to go to sleep. To have a nap. Just be, you know, put the intention out there. Okay, this is what I'm working on. I've been thinking about it intensely for a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm now going to let it go and let it flow by going to sleep. And I can't think of anything better to advise than going to sleep. You have permission to sleep and you're working while sleeping because it's the unconscious, you know, it's, it's just being taken care of. And that's that again. And we're coming back to this effortless sense, this feel of just letting it go and letting it flow. So true. Easier said than done, because I think a lot of people carry with them guilt and don't give themselves permission to be effortless and let things go and flow and to rest. Um, I know that from my own experience, I haven't give, I sometimes don't give myself permission. Um, so I think it's also knowing that when you give yourself permission, it's also for the good of others, you know, because then mm. you, it's for the good of your work, which then will be good for the good of other people, you know? So it's, it's like letting go of the guilt that a lot of artists have. Absolutely. And not mm. shaming yourself, you know, yeah. by not saying, ah. Oh, just because I haven't come up with this whole album concept right now or whatever it might be, you know, or I haven't 
painted this thing or this tax return that I'm doing, you know, whatever it is. I love the way I focused on an accountant here, but you know, the non-artistic creative people, which is everyone in the world, you know, yeah, not to shame yourself, give yourself permission to have an off day. Okay. It's not coming to me today. You know, go for that walk, sing that song, watch that program, you know, and, and give yourself that break and it, it will come back. It will come back. Yeah, I, I think, you know, as as um, creatives, we have to have, we have to grant ourselves a level of selfishness because we are the vessel that will create the work. So we have to take care of the vessel so that it can function well for the sake of, of the world, right? Yeah. Really take care of it. So... With your, we should talk just a little bit about your your multi award winning album, Begin Majesty, available on all platforms. You know, to stream now. What was the inspiration behind that album? Because I I know, being friends with you, having experienced a little bit of a creative process actually, which I'm very honoured to say I, I I was there for the um, when you were creating the melody for my favourite song from the album, Elohai Neshama. It's beautiful. And um, I, I would like to know personally, there's a story behind the album and the way the album is structured with each song, right? Yes. Did you envisage that before you started creating these songs or did it just all fall into place? Wonderful question. Um, it all fell into place at the end, at the last minute after the album had actually already been mastered and right before I was going to put it um, on the pro publishing, like for publishing, um, it was an idea that came much later. It was when I was listening to it with my father and it was us listening together and he said, there's a story here. You have to change the order. We have to change the order. Um, so I started looking at all of the songs again, last minute. And, wow. and I saw, oh my God, this is incredible. There's absolutely a story here. So it was completely by chance that that the story happened. And then the album, which was just supposed to be some, you know, beautiful music, uh, turned into a concept album, a complete story. Um, story of creationism, story of... Uh, the evolution of, you know, human beings from the beginning, from the creation of the heavens and the earth to the creation of plants, animals, man, to seeking, to the discovery of the soul, to the discovery of love, discovery of joy, all of these different human sentiments, ending with a requiem that, um, you know, requiem is typically we think of the end of something, right? Requiem, mm -hmm. the, the requiem, the words that it keeps saying is awake. So it's like the end, but it's also like a cry for awakening in a way, um, showing that the cycle, the cycle that you hear on the album um, never really ends. It keeps going, right. keeps going, keeps going. Okay, so what's next for Chloe Pomerati? What what's what's in your creative seed right now? Thank you. Um, you know, I've I've honestly been in a, a period of rest the past few months. Um, I was I was doing a lot creatively before I was supposed to have the biggest concert of my life. Actually, right before this coronavirus outbreak, and it it was canceled. 
So um, where I'm at is nourishing my inner artist, nourishing my creative self. And also, um, you know, I have, I just created a music video for Barry Sheet. So I'm going to release that one. First track on the album, I'm going to release that, I think, in the fall. Um, I, I still want to do more to um, put out this album. You know, this, this album was such a, a, a labor of love that mm. I don't want to just let it dissipate, you know. Um, oh, oh. Especially because as creatives, we always have a million different ideas. Um, I don't want to let go of previous things that were created you know so I, sure. I, I do yeah so I I do you know hopefully when this virus is over I do want to have still have the album release concert um I'm still you know trying to put out uh videos and and work online from home as best as I can on YouTube and um Let's see what comes out, like, composition-wise. Composition-wise, let's see what comes out in the next year or so. I'm sure that all of this rest and nourishment that, that you're, you're doing and, and creating for yourself is going to have a big impact on, on what comes next for you. So it's funny how we would talk about you know, just go for a walk and everything will be fine. You'll come back and you'll have more inspiration or just go to sleep or have a couple of days just of not thinking about it. But this is like a, a forced period for everyone of this contemplation and reflection of like months. And so I'm really excited for what the future holds for all of us um, and all creative industries, because I think there's so much that's been that's being right now actively sort of rendered in the sort of ether you know these ideas with their little clipboards are like you know <laughs> my little idea of visualizing them as, as these little cheeky chappies they're like oh that's Chloe Paul Marathi. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her with this idea in a few months time let's <laughs> see let's see how she how she uh finds that you know so I, I'm very optimistic about, um, you know, what you're going to create next. I think it's going to be reflective of, of what's been happening. Yes. See it. Yeah. Yeah. And whether that's in a lamenting way, you know, uh, for a sort of reflection of, you know, the, the difficulties and the challenges that we've all experienced, or whether it's a celebration of being able to live freely again, um, I'm excited to, to witness, um, you know, what comes out of that, what's born from this time. So. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. And, and, you know, as an artist whose work is, um, so often collaborative, you know, with other musicians, you know, I have an ensemble of seven musicians. A lot of my performance has been with others. I'm finding a lot of inspiration in just being by myself actually and collaborating with myself and accompanying myself fully so i do see that as another avenue kind of doing solo solo performances um so so there is further exploration right now happening i feel and i see this for other artists of what am i alone capable of creating as beautiful as collaboration with others is because we're forced into this kind of solo state, what am I alone capable of creating? 
Well, there we go. So this is inspiration in the in the making right now. Yeah. So we'll see what comes out of that. Um, well, I'm I'm really excited um, to witness your upcoming creations. Um, in the meantime, where can people find you? How can they, you know, keep in touch with you and you know listen, watch, experience your music? Thank you, Sophie. Um, very easily anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Um, my album is on iTunes, Spotify, other streaming platforms worldwide. Very easy to find it. Um, my last name might not be as easy to spell, but if you can spell Tchaikovsky, you can also spell Pormorati. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that before, um, haven't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would very much recommend tuning into any of Chloe's um, social media channels, I guess Facebook as well, um, because when the mood takes her, speaking of creativity, she will create things and post them like uh, most recently from when we're recording this anyway, um, a beautiful uh, prayer for healing song. Uh, it's just Chloe solo with her acoustic guitar and her voice. And um, yeah, I'm really, uh, really grateful to be able to collaborate with you in any way and uh, to count you as a friend as well. So I, I really, 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 really do encourage people to um, check out your music. Whether you're spiritual or not, you will find something in her music. Thank you so much, Sophie. So beautiful and so wonderful being with you today. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you all for being here, for tuning in and listening. Let us know what you think. Connect with us on, on social media. And I'm very much excited to talk to you all again in the next episode.